Welcome to Crump Insights, exploring timely life insurance and retirement planning topics for today's forward-thinking financial professionals. In this episode, we'll discuss digital innovation tools that continue to impact the life insurance industry. I'm Brian Bushlack, your host for this series and an active life and health insurance producer. Joining us, Travis Phillips, Vice President of Digital Solutions at Crump Life Insurance Services. Well, Travis, thanks for joining us. There's been so much talk about artificial intelligence, AI, but you really can't talk digital if you don't talk AI, right? Yeah, that could be the understatement of the year so far, Brian. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Feels like you can't turn around without somebody talking about AI in one way or another, but... um, it's exciting. You know, it's one of those things that it's kind of a cool time to be involved with technology and the insurance industry with everything that's going with AI because it's just such an incredible new tool. Now, talk about how AI can help an agent because, you know, we hear so much about it, but how do we apply this to our practice? That's a really good question. I think a lot of us are trying to figure that out and answer that question. AI is such a great tool, but now that we all kind of had at least some exposure to it, One of the questions that we talk about quite a bit here at Crump and I see articles on is now what, right? What do we do to take this new technology and use it to our advantage, to the agent's advantage, to our carrier's advantage? And I think if you look at it that way, there's a couple different ways I feel like it's going to change things, all of which at the end of the day are really going to help the consumer get a right product in an efficient manner. So when I look at it, I think, okay, what can we do as a distributor with AI? And I think there's tools that we're looking at and there's tools that we're trying to figure out how to deploy, but it could be something around product selection, right? How can I put in a little bit of information about my potential client and that'll help me choose the right product, whether that's a life insurance product, a long-term care product, an annuity, what is it? It'll help me find the right product for them. I think from a customer service point of view, there's things like chat bots that you're starting to see deployed on different areas. And then as a producer, you know, one of the first things that you start asking a potential client about is not only what's their situation and what are we trying to protect, but then you start asking questions around their health history. And so we get a lot of, you know, I got a guy type requests. And I feel like AI is a great place where you can start using that technology to help find the right carrier and product, not only just based on their needs, but also based on their health profile. So I think from a distributor standpoint, those are some of the things that we're looking at and trying to figure out how we can deploy onto our platform so our agents can use them. And then from a carrier standpoint, I think that's really where things can really accelerate and help get things done because there's illustration requests, there's underwriting. I think underwriting, they're already seeing some AI usage there, but you know, how can you streamline the whole underwriting process, trying to get products issued faster, et cetera. So I think there's a lot going on. And I think over the next 24 months or so, maybe quicker, you know, I guess 24 months nowadays is a long time, but maybe over the next six to 24 months, we'll start to see a lot of this really come to fruition. Yeah. You know this better than probably anybody in the insurance world, but you know, some advisors, producers are, well, they're slower to adopt than others, right? And I think you've been able to get away with that depending on how seasoned your practice is over the past, say, 10 or 20 years. If you had a good book already built and you had, you know, repeat business and referrals, maybe you didn't have to adapt or, you know, accelerate your technology because you could live off what you already built. But 
for any advisor out there nowadays who's building a practice, you can't do that. I mean, you absolutely have to adopt the latest technology. You have to embrace it. You have to know it. Or you literally will go out of business, right? I'm a little biased given what I do for a living. But I'll tell you what. I think you saw with what happened the pandemic, things accelerated. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of time and energy getting put into digital. The life insurance process traditionally has been a cumbersome process. You can build a house faster than you can get a life insurance policy in some instances, right? So with the different technology that's going into it and and the way that carriers and distributors are starting to embrace that technology, if you're still living in the past, you're going to have a problem. I think if you kind of look back at how things have accelerated the last 15 years or so, it kind of started with the direct marketers. And I was involved with the direct marketer at that point, and we started an organization called LIDMA, which is the Life Insurance Direct Marketing Association. And one of the first things we did was process improvement. What can we do to make the process of life insurance better? And then carriers started to look at what we were doing and embracing that. And fast forward to today, carriers are really the linchpin. And they're seeing what the advantages are to digital adoption and a digital process. And they're spending a lot of time and money to upgrade their legacy systems, put in place things to help that process get better to the point where you can now get instant decisions on life insurance policies and get things done quicker. And all the money they're putting into it, none of the money they're putting into it is to help improve the paper process. So if you're still on the paper process, then I think you're going to be at a disadvantage moving forward. And that's just going to get magnified more and more as we continue down the road of the different things that are happening today. Where are we at in that digital adoption and that shift? I mean, you mentioned it's accelerating, but where are we at in that uh, time horizon? Yeah, you know, I feel like we're not 100% there. And and we may never get to be 100% there just with some of the state planning and some of the different ways and reasons people buy life insurance. But I bet we're 60 to 75% of the way there if I was going to put a number on it. The other thing to keep in mind is that when you're out there in the field and you're selling life insurance policy, the expectation from the consumer is that you're going to do something digital. You know, If you were to get a mortgage and somebody whipped out a 20-page mortgage application, you would probably say, wait a second, that's weird, right? Uh, yeah. I can't remember the last time I filled out an application using you know a pencil or a pen, right? And I think the same thing's happening with life insurance. The second that you go into something that's non-digital, that's not what people are expecting anymore. So I would say that we're probably, you know, like I said, 60 to 75% of the way there. And I don't know if we're ever going to get to 100, but some of those, the term life insurance, that's very mature and the other products are getting there and they're getting there quick. And talk about the insure tech wave, as we call it. Uh, how is that driving innovation? Yeah, that's a good point. Since 2015, 2016, the billions of dollars that have gone to InsureDeck has been significant. It's almost hard to keep track of all the new uh, InsureTech companies out there and what are they doing and what's their niche. I think at the end of the day, what's happened is that there's more awareness that digital is something that can really help the business. A lot of the carriers are driving where the adoption is. You know, As a distributor, our job is to make sure that we have the best digital process, whatever it might be. So we need to be nimble enough to integrate with the different insure techs out there, depending on where the puck is, right? We're trying to get ahead of the puck and make sure we're there for our customers. But I think what we're really seeing is that, you know, there's new ideas coming into the industry. 
And as soon as somebody adopts something and it really makes a difference, everyone is trying to play catch up to get there to make sure that they're adopting the same thing. And and that's what I think has really accelerated what's happened in the last five years or so is the insure techs, the innovation, the willingness to try new things. And it's, it's really helped quite a bit. What's the future look like for consumers? Where are we going in that direction? Because obviously that's our audience. Where do you see that headed? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, all this is to help the consumer, right? We all want to tech more families and more lives and and make sure that the process is as good as we can get it. Because, you know, consumers are only going to buy a life insurance policy or an annuity, you know, a couple times in their lifetime. So they don't know what to expect. So we need to make sure that they do have the best experience when they go through and buy it. But I think, you know, some of the things that are going on from a carrier and distributor standpoint that consumers don't necessarily see the end result is they're getting something that's more attractive, maybe a better solution at, at a quicker pace. Where are we going to go? It's a fun question to think about. I think because of the different technologies out there with embedded insurance, and if you take mobile, right? So we're very into mobile. We want to make sure that you've got an enhanced experience, regardless if you're on a laptop or if you're on a tablet, or if you're on a, a cell phone. But we want to make sure you've got a great experience. And because you can do things mobile, you might see things like micro insurance, where you know, you're getting on a plane and maybe you want to, you know, buy a policy or get on the plane, which would be really hard in the past without the big data and the ability to access things as you're moving around. So I think those are the types of things that consumers are going to be able to do. I think they'll get things instantly. And, you know, they're starting to see that now with term policies, but I think you'll see more instant decisions, more instant approvals that'll help um, not only the personal insurance, but also when you think about business insurance and SBA loans and the ability to bind those types of things quickly. I think we're going to see a lot of that in our industry going forward. How important is it to personalize not only what we do from a service perspective, but from a policy standpoint? I mean, you know, if I go to Nike and I want a pair of running shoes, I can design my own in many cases, right? How important is it for us to personalize a policy for an individual? Yeah, that's a great question. And you say people don't expect to get insurance policies right away. I think they do. I think they're starting to, you know, especially if you haven't bought one before, you're expecting to get things right away and not in 90 days. But I feel like when you talk about big data and data sources, you know, things that the carriers are using to underwrite a policy and how quickly they can access that sort of thing. Today, when you go in and buy a policy, you've got, uh, I'm going to buy a 20 or 30 year term. I'm getting you know, 150,000 or 200,000 or whatever. But I feel like going forward, there's going to be an ability to really customize that to exactly what that consumer needs with more than just the term or the face amount, but different riders and things that they'll be able to add to it that really personalizes for them, which you can't really do today. And we're not there yet. But when you take a look at how technology is improving, how access to data is improving, electronic health records, et cetera, I feel like you're going to be able to do that sort of thing where you've got, you know, not just the prudential policy, but but the Brian policy. This is the policy that's created just for Brian. It's not like any other policy out there. And I, I feel like that's a place we can probably get to at some point. That's good to hear. I think that will drive a lot of new business. And, you know, talking about the numbers, the data, the analytics, let's talk about that in terms of, you know, distribution, the carriers. You've touched on it a little bit in terms of how that will impact underwriting, pricing, et cetera. It sounds like we continue to make progress in that area. I do believe that we are making progress there. And that kind of comes back a little bit to personalization. But um, when you do have the data and a little more insight into exactly 
what the profile, the, not only the financial, but the health profile person is. And I think you get more granular on the pricing as well as features of, of the policy that can be dialed in for that person. Well, it's an exciting time in the industry. I know that uh, we start a new year here, and it's great to have you on at the beginning of the year because this is what gets a lot of people fired up is the fact that you know we continue to innovate in an industry that, quite honestly, for a long time, it was tough, right? I mean, it was tough to get adoption, but now there's this realization that we have to do it. We are not competing against other advisors or carriers versus carriers. This is the entire retail world out there now that the insurance and the annuity space is in, and you have to be able to compete outside of your space, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you look at our part of the insurance business, right? We're talking about life and long-term care and annuities and disability insurance and in some other parts of the insurance industry already where we're going, right? If, you know, buying an auto or health, you know, that kind of experience, they've already set the standard how quickly you can get things done. And I think we're getting there. Another thing we didn't really talk about is collaboration, right? So we're seeing a lot of these carriers start to have omni-channel type, you know, application process. So I'm not going to fill something out and send it to you and you send it back to me. We can actually work on something together. And, I can answer your questions as you're going through it and we can pass it back and forth. And and that really helps, especially with these, some of these, you know, it's more complicated than just insuring your car. You know, you're talking about how am I going to protect my family or our business and being able to collaborate and really have uh, that type of an in-depth conversation as you're going through it, I think is, is important and, and really helps everyone, not only with speed and efficiency, but really understanding what you're getting and you're getting the right thing. No question. Well, it's an exciting time and a great way to kick off the year. Travis, thanks so much for joining us. All right, Brian, appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon, I hope. Crump Insights is brought to you by Crump Life Insurance Services, LLC, a leading third-party distributor and service provider of insurance and retirement products, part of Truist Insurance Holdings, LLC, the fifth largest insurance broker in the United States. Crump supports the distribution of life insurance, annuities, long-term care, linked benefits, disability, and health products with the industry's premier sales and back office support and technology services. Marketing under the following brands, Crump, Truist Life Insurance Services, Risk Rider, and TELUS. Source, Business Insurance Magazine, using 2022 brokerage revenue generated, 2023 issue. For financial professional use only, products and programs offered through Crump are not approved for use in all states. Not all applicants will qualify for coverage. Policy terms, conditions, and limitations will apply. Crump does not provide any tax or legal advice. Insurance products are available through Crump Life Insurance Services, LLC. Arkansas License 10010347. Variable insurance material is for broker-dealer or registered representative use only. Copyright 2024. Crump Life Insurance Services.